0: to um the moon to orbit the moon the last lesson we learned was in the system that was used in order to uh, reach the moon there was a problem with the issue with the amount of fuel that was needed and the amount of space in the aircraft that was needed to store the fuel and the more space you have the heavier the aircraft is what should you do and what we learned was is that these aircraft releases the space that holds the fuel after that fuel is used a similar way we learned that there's, there's one way of dealing with the evil inclination is that you heart you starve it you starve the evil inclination and by starving it for a while no longer becomes no longer you no longer have to hard knuckle it in order to win it it doesn't mean that you have become a tzaddik you have become a bendy. It doesn't mean your palate has physically changed but if you hard knuckle it for a while so then the evil inclination for that specific thing is not the same um, after you've 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 conquered it for a significant depends on what it is whatever but for a, for a significant amount of time as you develop you no longer need to focus so much on that on that issue that issue becomes um, something you could you could release as part of harder that not, you not don't need to deal with um, as much now we're going to go to a, another lesson we learn from this mission page one twenty nine there is another message that we can learn from the detail another detail of the event when talking about when thinking about a a journey in the air there are two possibilities one possibility is um one way one method that may be used in order to um, fly in the air is to use something that's lighter than the, than the air because because it's lighter than the air you could you could ride upon the air like for example my says that the wind is lighter than the water and that's why the wind is above the water. A second method that could be used to fly in the air is a bird. A bird flies in the air by moving its wings back and forth. With one wing it goes higher, with other wing it pushes the air down, and with this pushing the air down it, it, it ascends. As is known in the details about the original first aircrafts. Um, but all, both both methods only apply where there's air A place where there is no air no oxygen have only a little bit of air so you can't use both of those methods when there is no air so they found um, a way to solve this that the that the aircraft itself should by itself push push below. By pushing itself below, through this will be elevated above. I'm going to ask Dr. Bressman to explain that. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> come on,
1: come on. You want me to explain that? Yeah. So why does, it, why does a rocket work? Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Oh, because the thrust of a forward momentum is exceeds the weight of the rocket. In other words, gas is coming out of the rear end of, end of talking about a vertical rocket is coming out of the bottom of the rocket at a force that's hot, that creates more pressure, more force, it's, you, what is force? Force is mass times velocity, than the weight of the rocket. Okay.
0: Uh, there's more force in what's released from the rocket than
1: the force of gravity holding the rocket to the earth.
0: Wow. Okay, and uh. then
1: of course as the rocket ascends, the force of gravity is less and less so then the rocket doesn't weigh as much and yet that little bit of force you still have left gets you in target once you're in space there's no Nobody. gravity and you, it's the newton's first law and it says uh, uh when a body is uh, put in motion it's it tends to stay in motion unless an opposite force reacts on it
0: mm-hmm. so the, the so instead of there the in the comparing this to a bird flying in the air that's so different and, that, and that's different how is it different
1: in, the, well, in a bird, you explained it really well, one wing is pushing down while the other wing goes up, and it just does this. So the force created by the downward thrust of the, it's like a fan, you know, if you take a fan, you know how hard it is to move, right? You have a big fan, you try to go like this, it's a lot of force. But the fan but, is hard to move? No, I don't mean a fan like a whirling fan like this, I'm just saying, let's say, uh, like if in the old days they had these big cardboard but it's big wooden paddles and they would push like that okay like this is a fan right so that's okay that's a fan right so you know if you had a very big fan and you moved it through the air there'd be a lot of resistance it's like walking through water you walk through water you have to you know it's the same thing so that bird is exerting pressure on the wing that pushes air down with enough thrust to lift that bird
0: but in this but with the spacecraft it's not that way
1: well, the spress gap starts that way because there is...
0: Air. Yeah, go ahead, go ahead,
1: Okay, you know something? You're actually right, okay? Because you, you can launch a rocket from below the surface of the water where there is no air, okay? It's just purely the thrust coming out of the back of the rocket. The bird is using its wings to create thrust.
0: Okay, but well, the rocket, what is it using?
1: It's the gas. The rocket fuel. Yeah. The fuel. I mean, yeah.
0: It itself is making the... the, 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 um, right. the uh, the, 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 the chemical is, energy, is, the is chemical is,
1: energy stored is. in the in the rocket, okay, combined with oxygen, with air or with oxygen built into the rocket, is enough to exp- is enough to so violently ignite and expand the gases, okay, that they create tremendous thrust coming out of the out of the nozzle. It's the same thing how a cannon a cannon falls. The cannon is a reverse rocket, right? If the cannon stays the same and out of the rear end mm-hmm. of the rocket, the cannonball shoots, right? That's a cannon. Mm-hmm. So a cannon and a rocket work the same way. They're just aimed in different directions. Airplane, okay, I'm sorry. Airplane so so, so there's does
0: lift. The lift. It's different than an airplane, because an airplane is the, what they're still, they're still oh, that's air. that's a bird. That's a bird. Right, it's the right, bird. Right. But so here, it has to be from the Right,
1: board. so now you have called Bernoulli's Principle. So now you have, if you think about any airplane ring, The bottom is straight and the top has got a small curve. Mm -hmm. So when that wing hits air, the air has to split. Okay? Here's the wing. Here's the air. Okay? Mm -hmm. The air that goes under the bottom of the wing has much shorter distance to travel than the air going on the top because it's got to go over that curve. Mm -hmm. Okay? That means that you have to stretch the air. There's There's no vacuum. You have to stretch the air to get over the top of the curved wing and so it all comes uh, you know, at the same thing. The pressure becomes lighter at the top because the air molecules are stretched because they're being pulled, not being pulled, being pushed apart, and that bottom force lifts the plane. Mm-hmm. In other words, the air, So a wing splits air, okay, and if you have a rare air on the top and, and heavy air on the bottom, the plane's going to mm-hmm. be lifted up into the rarefied air. Very interesting. Okay. And of course you have force that makes it
0: go. But the unique thing over here that I was pointing out too is that once the aircraft leaves leaves a place where there is air, yeah. it needs to itself produce whatever the air was producing. Like
1: a rocket. That's why we use rockets to, space, to get to space. Right.
0: So what does that mean for us? Now got the Okay, thing. that's
1: that's your
0: point. <laughs> no, thank you very much. I okay. I, I no idea what okay, that's okay. I, so, so we said earlier yeah. the way to be elevated is through it Zahara. Right. The itzahara is the method that's used to elevate us. The resistance against Sahara is the the, the thing see. that it's, it's not just we, the, the reason why things are difficult. We said earlier is because Hashem doesn't want us to have shameful bread. We right. Wants us right. to right. work. Got we got asked, him, "Why right. is it so hard?" Right. The reason we said it's so hard is because the greater the force so that you have to deal with, the higher you are able to go. The harder it is to. to
1: okay, so that's that only
0: works though that, when that's the first part of of yeah. flying.
1: So there's there's another Newton's law, and I can't remember which one it is, but it says that uh for every force there's an equal and opposite force mm-hmm. okay right because if the bullet shoots forward this way the gun kicks back that
0: way. interesting okay. got it got it oh so 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 we could use the itzahara to ele- be elevated um just like the, just like in a regular situation of flying with a, with a bird where you, you elevate by pushing the air down okay. and chasidah says that that specifically through the opposition, through the, through, through the resistance, you're able to reach, there's much greater force there. Like, for example, this says that when the sunlight reaches the earth, mm-hmm. it's hotter than when it is close to the sun. Because specifically when it's reflected, when the something gets stopping the sunlight, then the sunlight, it, it, there's, it's, more, it's, it's concentrated, it's more, more intense when it hits the earth so the, it's a hard, uh, I mean,
1: that's, that's a little bit of a problem oh, because yeah. the sun
0: is 93 million <laughs> 99 million miles away
1: yeah it, it, it's yeah it's millions about 93.99 but it's incredibly hot it's, i can't remember how many thousands of degrees yeah. of centigrade whereas in the earth you know it's, it's seven, fusion seven, it's yeah. fusion
0: they're not saying that in the its it's sun itself yeah. that, that was the says in, in in as it gets closer to the earth when it gets yeah. far from the sun it gets ho- there's there's more there's the heat increases in the impact on the earth
1: that's because the Earth absorbs sunlight. Okay. If you go out in, if you go out in the, on the beach and just wave your hand like that real quick, you don't really feel very much heat. You leave it out there for an hour, and you have accumulated
0: I see the similar energy. The same thing on the pool, for example. Yeah. My pool will take so much a certain amount of heat from the sun. Right. But if I put a cover on it, so covered yeah. with bubbles, then yeah. it absorbs the heat from the sun and puts it into the uh-huh and it's substantially hotter—ten, 10, 15, or 20 degrees other, uh-huh. by taking, so it takes the same sunlight, the sun rays, So you use, something with it. so Earth is the same thing, it has certain things that increase mm-hmm. the base of the sun to, to uh-huh. the huh. The, the language we're using is because there's an opposing force, because opposing of an opposing force, using the word absorb, it sounds like a different thing over there. It, it. That like...
1: is, that's, it is a different, different absorption, this is for, every action is an equal and opposite reaction. Yeah. Yeah. So the question is you're kind of ricocheting, what you're really doing is that, that you're using the entire force of the, your example, you're using all of the Yitzhahara and you're saying, hey, I've risen to this height, I can jettison that part of my Yitzhahara, now my total load of Yitzhahara is less, and now I can go faster with the same amount of energy that I'm doing. And if I get even higher and higher in and jettison, the second stage of my hot. it takes me even less force to go higher and higher and so forth and so on. I think maybe that would be... A...
0: So basic point so far is like this. The basic point so far is that there is a need for the opposition of the evil inclination in order to reach a higher place. But the question is, what do you do when Mashiach comes? When Mashiach comes, there's no opposition anymore. Right. So someone will remove impurity from the world. Right. then we're only going to be going from higher and higher in kadusha itself higher and higher in holiness itself and so to nowadays also it's possible to be in a state of holiness so how are you able to be elevated without without an opposing force like the, much as a rocket when it reaches when it leaves the the, the atmosphere of, of where there's air and the answer is as we see from the example of the rocket that there can be an elevation um, from, from from the rocket itself and so to come it's possible that in, in holiness itself there are two opposing forces. Like Chesed and gvura. And by Khasrin and gvura, in holiness itself, the two opposing forces, and through this you could create teferis, something which is higher in holiness itself. And so to, when the will come, they will reach the highest level through the two opposing forces within holiness itself. That was the end of the conclusion of the discussion with the rock um, Then there was just two more points. Uh, in the Dalet, There Dalit, if I bring, never will discuss the you know, whole spectrum of topics. First, I discussed the Rashi. I'm not going to go into the Rashi, uh, but then they Rebbe discusses the Geresh Tshuva. They uh, explained each for bringing that that time another segment of Geresh Tshuva. In the beginning of Chapter Two, Geresh Tshuva, it says that that when you do tshuva, you're not going to be called for whatever you've done in the world to come to be punished, God forbid. But that you still, need, although you, although the tshuva achieves, they don't there won't, there won't be any consequences for your deeds. You still want to become in, back in God's good graces, so to speak, by giving God a gift, and that's the meaning of the word kapar. Kapar is about additional level of being cleansed, um, and so, that, so though, although the tshuva achieves, you're not going to be punished, but to be, be cleansed, there has to be something more. That's the that, that's the way people would fast or other th- methods nowadays. You shouldn't fast as we, as we learned, but the other things that are done in order to to be so to be as beloved by Hashem, so to speak as before the sin. To be someone who has sinned against the king, the author says he gives the king a gift to be back in the king's graces. So the question is, how come the author emphasizes you won't be um, you won't be called out for this in judgment in the world to come? How come he just says the world to come? What about this world? So, so, you, so what the author is referring to is that this is different to a human court administering punishment. For a human court administering punishment, shuva doesn't help why because a human court can only go by what it sees you've done shuva in your heart the, the the judge and the and the um, members of the vestin cannot see what's in your heart and therefore they cannot they cannot give take take um, off your, um, your 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 uh, punishment just because you have done shuva Unlike the heavenly court versus done shuva there is there is a, a different response there um Okay, um, okay, there are mentions that in Geraset Shur, the talks about three kinds of atonement. There's a fourth kind of atonement he doesn't mention. The fourth kind of atonement is for Chilash Hashem, for desecrating God's name. Haku doesn't mention that, because the Gemara says the, the, the way to rectify the sin of um, uh, desecrating Hashem's name is death. And therefore, is doesn't mention that because it's not complete atonement. Um, elsewhere, there said that, it's interesting, when the author begins, he says, we learned at the end of tractate Yuma. The, the teaching is not at the end of tractate Yuma, it's a few pages before, It's several pages before. It's not, in in, in halachic terminology, it wouldn't be called the end of the tractate. And there said the reason why the author uses that term is because he wants to hint that although the Gemara seems to say there's no way to atone in your lifetime for desecrating God's name, yet... The, there is nothing that stands in the path of tshuva, and therefore there is, it is possible through through a, a a sincere tshuva out of love to rectify even for the thing that the Gemara seems to say that there is that needs to have death as an atonement. There's another, there is another. The altar is hinting to this chiddush, this novel idea that yes, there is a kapara for the fourth one that's mentioned and the Shaka Yuma as well. Um, so here, the continues the discussion and says that there is an argument. About the meaning of chazaka, whether it's three or it's four, is it the third time that establishes the chazaka, and then the fourth time is considered for sure that the same thing will happen again, or is it two times that establishes the pattern, and then for the, and the third time will be uh, assumed that it will continue? So, um, so he he he, he, he connects this with the discussion about about the Al Rebbe mentioning three times the atonement and the fourth. In the end of the farbringen, then we spoke about um, Rashi. In this week's Torah portion, Rashi says that Yaakov did not want to send Binyamin with his brothers. And Rashi said, why didn't you want to send Binyamin with his brothers? Because he was afraid of the danger of the road. So um, so in that uh, discussion, Reba mentioned how when Shimon and Levi attacked the city of Shechem, they came upon the city and they were very secure that they were going to be victorious in destroying the city. Why would they so certain dis- they would destroy the city? Because they trusted the power of the Ozakin. They trusted the power of the elder. They trusted the power of Yaakov. Um, so Yaakov's children weren't concerned. Yosef, who knew about what's was going on also, wasn't concerned. Um, as Yosef told them, I can see with my silver goblet that you've destroyed a big city. So Yosef knew what was going on in the city of Shechem. He wasn't concerned the, the ya- Yaakov's children weren't concerned about that particular battle because of the power of Yaakov. But here Rashi says that ya- Yaakov was concerned because of the danger of the journey. Yaakov was concerned maybe my, my sins have caused me to not deserve God's kindness. So what's the... Nebuchadnezzar continues this discussion begins talking about the idea of being certain the power of Yaakov. That they were sure... With Yaakov's strength, they would be victorious. What does that mean? Being certain the power of Yaakov. So there is a concept of the learned in Parshas that says that when Yaakov left the city of, of Beersheba, it says that the tzaddik is the light of the city, is the splendor of the city, is the radiance of the city. When he leaves the city, he is he that all leaves. But the tzaddik is the radiance, the splendor, and the light of the city. But the being certain the power of the elder. Relying on the power of the tzaddik is more than the tzaddik's light. What, what being, when you say that tzaddik is the light of the city, what that means is that tzaddik prays for everyone in the city, being certain in that the other. That's one concept. Another concept is that you are relying on the power of the tzaddik. It doesn't say the doesn't say the prayer of the tzaddik. It says the power of the tzaddik. That means even if it's something that the tzaddik doesn't even know about, like the story of Shem, Yaakov didn't know about. They didn't ask Yaakov for advice. In fact, Yaakov was against it. Yaakov didn't want him to do this. And yet, they were certain that since they did something for the sake of Hashem, Yaakov's power protected. So there's one power that tzaddik has by praying for you. That's one thing. Here, tzaddik doesn't say to do it, doesn't even know about it. He doesn't even, he isn't even against it. And yet, because they did it for the sake of Hashem, the power the tzaddik protected Shimon and Levi when they destroyed the city of Shechem. And so too regarding our connection to the Rebbe. Seems if, huh? It seems to have worked. It worked. Same as regarding ourselves. If we <laughs> only accept m'neptun, l'zokan If we accept our our tzaddik, our father, our our elder, we accept him as our, our elder. Then we can be certain the power of the tzaddik. And that's what we learned in the pabringa last night. I mentioned said in the that the chasid tells the Rebbe Yehuda comes to Yosef, Yosef called the tzaddik, and he says, I want you to be my Rebbe, I want you to accept me as, you, as your chassid. So as long as you accept the, the Rebbe as your Rebbe, then you could be certain the power of the tzaddik, that he will accomplish everything, even things he doesn't even know about, even things he doesn't even want, because your intent is for the sake of Hashem. And since this is true, you, you have the power to enter one city, two cities, a whole country, and to spread the walls of chassid to the outside, and break through all the boundaries as it was in the story of Purim, that no one stood in front of the Jewish people, and many people, um, uh, many people who of the nations of the world converted to Judaism, because the nations of the world, because many people converted to Judaism because they were afraid of the Jewish people. Um, I don't know if this was the Febrenion, but there was one for bringing, they mentioned Purim, so everyone was surprised about it. And th- there was some Israeli mission that was happening at that exact moment. You know what I'm talking about? Was it 1969 uh, in, in, in Tevis? I don't know, but that, another for bringing, they mentioned something about how Purim, no, the nations were, were afraid of them, and, and that was uh, apparently a blessing to this mission. Out in that, in, in that you're gonna find out for us. I'm gonna find out, <laughs> okay. So, Joseph like wasn't sorry about Purim we're coming from Hanukkah praying for Purim. That no one stood in front of the Jewish people, and many non Jews convert to Judaism because they were afraid of the Jewish people. So, too, we will merit to the Gumitza Shlemo, the coming Mashiach, may come and redeem us. Mamish. Mm-hmm. Oh, the power of the tzaddik. Mm-hmm. not just the prayer of the tzaddik. the power of the Tzadkah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. see it in a relationship, in
1: any relationship, with
0: it's friends or.